0: It's Rebecca Yusan here with EXP Realty, and today I'm super excited. I am interviewing Cheryl Baxter with EXP Realty, and we are talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of real estate life. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. So Cheryl and I have been working together for, I don't has it been about six months now, Cheryl? At least, yeah. At least six months. Yeah. Um, We've been helping each other with EXP Realty and working together in the premier group with EXP. Um, And we've also been helping each other navigate our new lifestyles in Florida. Yes. (laughs) Family, work, fun, and all the things that come with it. So I'm so thankful that you have come into my life and that we get to do all these things together. Mm -hmm so much fun. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. So Cheryl, I'm just going to ask you some questions about what it's been like for you being a realtor. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So tell me how long you've been licensed in real estate. So
1: I have been licensed at least four years um, in real estate. So um, most of it was Missouri. I've been licensed in Florida for about
0: one year now. Okay. Awesome. So tell me that again, um, what are the markets that you serve? Okay. So I work with a lot of
1: first-time home buyers. Um, That seems to be a really good spot for me right now. And I'm enjoying it because what happens with those first-time home buyers is they have lots of referrals to give you after the deal is closed. And eventually, you know, they're going to be moving up as well to another home. So it's been great.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent way to start building your business for the long term, for sure. So do you still do business in Missouri as well?
1: I found that when my previous clients call me for something, it's easier for me just to refer it out. Um, And that's I know some amazing realtors there with EXP who were my mentors at one point. And so I just refer them to them and they take care of it and I still get my you know 25 to 30 percent whatever we decide on and I don't have to do anything and I know they're well taken care of so that's
0: how I've been working the the relocation really nice that yeah it know, is one uh, extra source of income you didn't have to give that up when you left Missouri right. that's awesome right. okay so tell me what you did before you became a reals
1: War. well I was an elementary school teacher I taught fourth grade for
0: several years Awesome. So what happened that made you decide that real estate was the new avenue you wanted to take? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, it was exhausting. I had some life changes in my life. And I'm telling you, teaching is the hardest job you will ever ever have okay it's exhausting by the time you're home at night you don't have any energy left for your own children and um so i was getting burnt out i really did and so i decided you know i've got to do something different i knew some friends who uh were in real estate and um saw the opportunity and i snatched it up and it was wonderful
0: i love it So tell me about your first year in real estate. Did you sell anything? Did you even make any money?
1: Oh, my goodness, yes. In fact, I made just as much money as I did as a teacher, working half the time. So half half the time I was working, the other half of the time I got to do all this fun stuff with my kids, stuff that I didn't have energy for previous so um, and honestly I feel like my first year I did work really hard but I wanted to put in the time and I also had lived in that area for so long that I knew a lot of people that gave me business so that first year it was
0: it was fun it was a lot of fun okay so you felt like you had a passion for what you were doing. You were excited to get up in the morning and get going. That's awesome. So in that first year, was it what you thought it was going to be? Did you think you were going to have all that time? And- yeah. and all- <laughs> and all
1: that- I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know what I was jumping into at all, honestly. It's not what I thought it was going to be, but it turned out to be better. It did. It, You know, I was like, well, I don't even know because... When you go to real estate school, they don't really teach you the things that you actually need to know. So it was a lot of on-the-job learning, but it I met a lot of wonderful people through the process, made a lot of good friends. Several of my clients are still friends now, and it was just easier than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Good for you. <laughs> that's great. So did you have to make any changes to your lifestyle or your living situation when you first started?
1: Well, um, the hardest thing was scheduling my day and making sure that I was taking time to do the business part of my day. Because then because when people think that, oh, she's a real estate agent, so she's working, you know, all these flexible hours. So they'll ask me to do something here or do something there. And I was getting pulled away from time that I should have been setting aside to do those, do those things that aren't the funnest, you know, in the morning, Oops, sorry, when you um, want to are supposed to making your calls and doing our legion, it's easy to get distracted. Um, From that time and go do something else. So that was the only um, adjustment that I had to make. Is make sure I was actually sticking to my
0: schedule. Um, Mm -hmm. Since it was one that I made myself for me. So, Yep. That is an adjustment. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is a tough question. Did you ever have to do anything with your business that made you question your judgment? Mm -hmm. That's a tough one.
1: (laughs) One time... I had, well, there's a, there's a few, there's always these weird little transactions (laughs) that some, something weird happens. And, um, one time I had this amazing seller, uh, amazing being as that he was very honest and diligent about all the repairs, wanting to make sure that everything was fixed and perfect for the buyer coming in because he had lived in this home for 18 years. I mean, he, he loved this house, so he fixed it to the T did everything right. We documented everything and then closed on the transaction. Everything went really well. A few months later, the buyer calls and starts to complain about oh. all, all these things that we had covered in the inspection. And I mean, he was like, Oh, I'm, i you know, I'm going to take you to court if you don't give me money and fix this and this and that. And I felt so bad for my seller. Because I was like, I don't even want to tell this guy. It's going to break his heart, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I told him about it. And I said, you know, we are covered by documentation. We did everything right. It's up to you and what you want to do. And he didn't feel obligated to do anything else. So we just told him, you know, we're, we're sorry. You know, we covered this in the inspection, covered all the points. And then we just moved on and he kept, he kept emailing me.
0: Oh man,
1: the buyer kept emailing me and saying, "Oh, we're gonna take you to court for this and this and that." And I was like, "Okay, do it." <laughs> Guess what? Never took us to court because nice. we had covered it. We had covered everything. We'd done all the paperwork that we were supposed to do. We were completely covered. So, um, you know, I felt I felt bad in that transaction because I could have I didn't want to go back to my seller every time the buyer said something after we'd already made the decision so I was just like I'm not even gonna tell him this guy keeps on at it because he doesn't have any standing he doesn't have any ground and
0: sure enough he never did anything because there was nothing to be done but I know so you learned early on the importance of being honest and upfront Mm -hmm. making sure everything is well documented Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about anything Keep right. everything open and out in the open air. Mm-hmm. Um, the
1: importance of paperwork,
0: <laughs> you know what?
1: Just the importance of paperwork, just having it all covered. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so and then, you know, there's been other weird situations like one time I sold this house and um, the safe in the house was um, conveyed. So it went with the house. Okay, it was in the contract. Well, the sellers—I had the buyers. The sellers didn't get around to getting their things out of the safe. Oh no! Never gave us the combination. So at closing, you know, I was like, "What's you know, what's the combination to the thing?" And they wouldn't give it to us. I was like, "Okay, so they so they had a locksmith open it later." Oh my. And there's just a bunch of stuff in there. And so then what do you do? Well, it was in the safe and the safe conveys with the contract. They had to, these are the things things that happen, you know? Yep. But I, at that point, the deal was closed and I don't think I really had any say in, what my buyers did with what was inside the safe. It really wasn't my place anymore. So it's the bad
0: and the ugly there. That is the bad and ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So was there ever a time that you just, you were done and you just wanted to quit? Mm,
1: Not really. Honestly, I mean, and even all these little strange things, um, the saddest thing is when you work really hard and then something falls through an inspections or the, or the buyers just back out. Mm. Cause I hate having to give bad news to my clients. I hate that. So that is probably the worst part of it, but that doesn't happen very often. It really doesn't. When that happens, yes, yeah, it's, it's terrible. But then you, mo- you know, you move on. Um, but closing day isn't that far away. And as soon as you get one of those checks, You're like, no, I'm not going (laughs) to. It was worth it. (laughs) So, no, I can honestly say, and especially after my background and being in teaching, there's not a bad day in real estate compared to some of my bad days in teaching. And I get paid way more. So let's just, yeah, let's just keep that in perspective because I honestly never wanted to quit real estate ever.
0: And I don't think I will until I way retirement age so okay so you're saying if you can be a teacher you can be a realtor <laughs> you can handle it yes and probably handle it very well <laughs> all right so what is your role now in the business how has it changed from the beginning um I've met a lot of I mean it's, it's pretty much still the same I've kept
1: it the same uh, I'm with a team now of course but uh, I started out a single agent but I have pretty much kept my role the same just you know selling selling real estate when I can and I have seen a lot of new agents come on and it's so much fun to talk to them and and help them along their path Yeah, um, and share some of these crazy stories <laughs> But really, um, I'm also, you know, also you come to a point where you, you start investing yourself, you know, in real estate and you see all the money that can be made. And you just I'm at a really good spot. I feel really, really good about thank goodness I got into real estate. And now I know like I'll still meet people today that have no idea what it's like to buy a home. Right. Or to own property. And I'm like, please let me help you. It's, it's the best decision you can make. Mm-hmm. So, um, which So just my mindset is the biggest change probably. Because when I came in as a new agent, I felt like, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just kind of going with the flow, figuring it out as I go. And now I can just in four years see, you know, so much potential and the need for agents to help people get into actually owning real estate and not just paying rent yep yeah so that's why I like to work with first-time home buyers a lot because it's just it's so exciting you know their first property and you just know that they've got a leg up now you know yep. they, they've got something and they're always going to have that
0: investment yep for sure So why, um, it sounds like you've had just a really good experience with your career and it could have gone in a million different directions. Why do you think you're still in the real estate business?
1: Well, so, you know, COVID and everything went really, I mean, it went really well for agents in my area as long as, as, as probably everybody i don't know any agents who've had any struggles besides you know trying to get buyers offers accepted but um i moved to florida very recently and it's only because i had the liberty of selling real estate that i was able to make a move to where i really wanted to live in sunshine and fun and so I feel like it's just going to keep flourishing. You know, I feel like I was starting over a little bit because I don't really know anyone down here. So I'm doing a lot of those same things that a new agent would do all over again to try to build my business.
0: Yeah. But again,
1: it's been exciting getting all that started up and it's a new challenge for me. So, I mean, I, I, just, I just see it growing and growing. Um, one of the things I've learned is referrals are just gold. So when I started as a new agent, I didn't understand that I was supposed to be asking people that I'd worked with for referrals, you know? Yes. I mean, of course they would just volunteer them to me. And sometimes there's a bunch of people that I could have asked and grown my, my business even more. So I'm really focusing on my referral business um, as I get things up and going down here.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you were to go back to your yourself when you were newly licensed brand new in the business what would you tell that sweet innocent cheryl (laughs) help her get over the what was to come sure so first
1: i would say don't buy leads i wasted a lot of money on buying leads when i could have been spending it on advertising or farming an area as well which I didn't know about I just bought a bunch of leads and tried to do something with them and a lot of them turned out to be nothing Uh so um yeah don't don't buy leads at first please don't don't waste your money on leads put it somewhere else um whether you're concentrating on a really small area maybe your own neighborhood and just you know just hit it really hard whether it be advertising or walking the neighborhood or whatever it is that you're gonna do in that area. Instead of buying this general, you know, all these leads from everywhere and paying Zillow a bunch of money, don't do that.
0: So you figured out what you are good at and that's what did it. Mm-hmm. yeah. And just buying leads and working those leads was not your thing. No. Yeah. But working a farm and mm-hmm. your sphere is your thing. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> okay. So last question. And everybody wants to know what is that? What's coming in real estate? What does Cheryl think the outlook on real estate is?
1: Oh, I think it's just the market is going, or oh, we're talking about the market. The market is just going to wow. be uh, phenomenal. It's, it's going to keep going the way it's been going. I don't think that we're going to see a huge decline in anything, in prices, in property value, nothing. I I think everything is going to be going really well. And people who buy property this year are going to have quick equity in the next year.
0: That is a good guess for sure. So, well, this has been so much fun, Cheryl. I love working with you. And I love that I get to collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely one that doesn't like to work alone. I love to work in teams and so much. Yep, I keep meeting just the best people to do that with, and I'm so lucky. <laughs> I am so, too. Yes, so I expect even bigger and better things from us going forward. Agreed. so with that thank you so much for your time and I can't wait for everyone to hear some of your story and I know it's going to have a positive impact on new agents
1: I hope so if not it'll be entertaining I hope
0: of (laughs) course always (laughs) all right well we'll see everyone soon take care and just go be amazing Bye.